You throw them glasses on. I know you heard that I've been shining. You could pass it down. Give me my line and feel the horizons international. Pull them out of darkness. Yeah, out of my pockets. Welcome to another episode of Wrestling the Rap Game. And man, I have a special guest, man. This is my boy. Uh, it's been, we, we didn't been around some some spots. Yeah, it's Same been around some spots. Wow. Oh man, I want to introduce my boy Payne. He's in the building. Yeah, How you feeling, yeah, brother? Yeah, I'm feeling well. Good, man. man. Yeah, today is a it's a wonderful day. Busy day, but a wonderful day. I, I, I feel that, bro. I feel that, man. Um, man, uh, met you through P Butter, man. Shout out to P Butter. Shout out to the brother. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Um, I know you guys go way, way, way back. Um, but I believe I met you at his birth, one of his birthday shows in. Probably like two, three years ago, right? 2019? Yeah. yeah. I think that was the one that... uh, That was my first one that I think I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know. I met you at that one. Um, I was I was DJing that, that one. Uh, That was, I mean, I feel so long ago. I haven't right. DJed, yeah, I haven't I DJed DJ. in so long. Yeah. But, uh, I forgot you were DJing. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, man, Uh, you definitely you killed that show, bro. You like you had just said and you you did your thing. Oh, um, I feel like, I think I still have your music from that set. On hey, my computer and too, and I'm probably still performing those songs. Like you got it, you building it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh man, now I'm like I'm happy to uh, have you on the show, bro. We've been talking about doing this for a while. Um, finally, but we finally here. We yeah. finally here. We finally made it happen in the man. building. You know oh, <laughs> so um, man, yeah. I'm like I said, I'm happy for you to be here, man. Um, so yeah, man, let's get into it, bro. You know, I I know you got um. Got some some new music, man. We just uh, I just posted at this time of recording. I just posted something onto my Instagram, dropping some gems. Oh uh, man, let's put up uh, the last month. You dropped your single Mirror. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Man, September. Yeah, bro. You uh, rocking with it? You uh, yeah, I'm definitely rocking. Yeah. With it, okay. That makes me feel it, good because it was it was experimental for me, man. Like that was a this year craft of a song. Like that really just like was very now energy. Mm-hmm. So like it's it feels good to hear like it's not people being attached to like my old sound or nothing. That's like no, nah, if y'all like what I'm doing right now, y'all gonna like all the stuff I drop now too. Got like, you, yeah. So thank you. No, yes. no, I, I definitely. Uh, I just on the way over here, I heard it like I listened to it like seven times in a row, bro. Like seven, eight times in a row. Yeah. How how does that make you feel? Does it feel like describe like the experience that you see if you close your eyes? You were driving, so don't put. So. <laughs> Um. So when I was driving and I was and I when I and uh when I was listening when I listened to it it wasn't the first time I listened to it but it was my first in the car anyway so that was my first time listening to it in the car because I feel like exactly in the crib is one thing but like in the car is like a whole different aspect. Shout and, out to the car in the building, the car we are. That's my brother. He in the cut. And um now, bro, when I listened to the car, I was like, it was just, I was just like, I guess I, I want to. It sounds corny, but like at peace, like it was just it was I was just like vibing, just bobbing my head, listening to the like listening to it, you know, trying to just, you know, a lot of this music is kind of like microwaved. And this one, it was just like it was like a like a, like a home cooked meal, like like grandma on the on the on the stove. And you could tell like there was a lot of, you know, work put into it, bro. And that's like when I got that, when I listened to it for the first time, I was like, OK, and then I listened to it again, I listened to it again. And, you know, a lot of music as well like it being microwave it doesn't have a lot of replay value or a lot of substance and i feel like this had a lot of substance on, in it hey man i i, I completely received that thank you because it, it <laughs> no problem, is man. like yeah it's like it's actual craft man it's like people don't look at rap as art but it, i mean granted the, the kendrick the jay-z's hitting mm-hmm. those kind of like pinnacle outside of rap yeah. uh situations mm-hmm. as far as like the the writing hall of fame all that kind of stuff but like it's people are starting to see like, nah, we're telling real stories. If you really tap in and listen um, to the ones that are telling stories that they're mm-hmm. trying to heal from stuff like that. It's like, yeah, man, that's so that, that's, that feels good to me to know that that was actually heard. Yeah. That's really what it was. No, it really yeah. was. Um, You know, and a lot of, I noticed with like your music, you have, you, you put some, you put gems in there for like people to like, you know, I, I'm trying to keep it PG on here, but you know, like on the hook first line is, you know, I'm, was, I'm the mirror. Uh, yeah. Face your shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you have gems in there for people to be like, you know what I mean? Even though uh, you had a, uh, one of the bars was, um, I'm legit, but I've always been legit. But but you, now, you you know, you the Instagram pictures or whatever, you, say, you mentioned like pictures and stuff. Like, 
it's like there's some secret low key gems in there that you for people they so you can tell people like it like this is where we are now with music that I have to do this and um you know what I mean like and it's and it's from real experience like yeah. I I was the young artist that was here when Instagram started mm-hmm. I was there like and I got all the followers because I was there first it's like I peeped all of that and. I see how that's like evolved to where like the music is now microwave because the the people's like mental frame of even being able to pay attention to stuff yeah. is so short. It's like as it was one minute videos when videos were first introduced. That was like, I think Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter maybe. Then it got down to like the six second thing with uh, uh Vine. Vine, yeah. Yeah, and it's like if that's how people want to consume it, I'll make sure at least every six seconds of my song is dope. So mm-hmm. that you can do that with it, but like yeah. still as a complete structure, it is something that you should be consuming in a full thing. Because I'm just, it's not even me dropping gems. I appreciate people saying it, mm-hmm. but it's really me just like saying the stuff that I learned. You know what I'm saying? I, t- and- I take it as like it's grown man music. Facts. Like you know what I mean? You mentioned Hove. Like I, I it's like a, it's kind of like a Hove thing. Hove makes has always been making grown man music, but he drops little gems in there for you, for for you to to when you. When you listen to it, it resonates with you, and then you're like, "Damn, like you know what I mean? I gotta do, I gotta, I gotta get my my ish together." You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you catch it later, it's cool because yeah, like, it's just getting it off so that it is there. Yeah. that's how we. That's the new history. I've been, yeah, I've been on this wave of like, and I know you listen to Nas and all those people too. Yeah, so like I've been on this wave of like the '90s hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. They were the writers of the new books of the Bible. Yeah, like if people were to go. A thousand years from now and find mm-hmm. all these mixtapes and Nas's old verses and all that stuff, they'll mm-hmm. be able to listen to that stuff and actually hear what real day-to-day life on a human level was. Yeah. They're not hearing all the extra. They're seeing exactly what street level mm-hmm. face-to-face with human beings life is. So like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. I yeah. want my music to be heard a thousand years from now. And it's like, oh, this was life back then. Because I am I'm I'm a human. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling yeah. the experience that at least anyone that needs food. <laughs> that uh that needs a home, um that has a mom has a, a dad. I mean, you were birthed from somewhere. Like those are the things that I I think are relatable across the board. So that's what I try to focus on. Yeah, like, and I love people. So love might make people feel uncomfortable sometimes, but at the end of the day, at least makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. So I try to stick in that man because that's the life I'm trying to like exude. You yeah. Know what I mean? So yeah, I appreciate you actually like resonating with that. Bro. No problem. And then um, I believe it was on Envy. That you said, uh, you have envy. That you have cities on your back, um, and then you said something about Mister Manhattan. Are you a New Yorker? Oh, Amir. Um, Amir. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, are you a New Yorker? Nah, nah, nah. Okay. So, by by uh by association, I'll oh. say, um, so Mister Manhattan. I was actually talking about Doctor Manhattan from um The Watchmen. Got you. And his whole story is that, or at least the piece that I took from him in the newer version of it that came out, is that he's like everywhere at once so while he's gotcha. present like i'm right here talking mm-hmm. to you but i'm also in my past experiences that i'm referring to mm-hmm. as well as the future that i'm creating i'm seeing it all but i'm like putting myself here to like yeah so it was like that that was like a it was just a nod to something i, I was watching at the time actually got too. you um but no yeah and i'm glad you caught that too because i love new york that's like yeah. second home for real to me like yeah. outside of the outside of being here like new york is definitely my most favorite place to be. i've been to la been to uh, Atlanta, all these different places, great cities, you know, saying for everything that they have. Mm-hmm. But New York is like, I feel at home, like getting on the subway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it reminds me of Broward's uh, bus situation. Like, Orlando's bus situation sucks. Like, yeah. everything is late. But in Broward, it's literally every 15 minutes and there's buses going every way. So you can get everywhere. I grew up hitting the city buses. Gotcha. So, like, going to New York feels like, I could get everywhere I need to go. Hitting yeah, this just worse weather. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it felt. It feels good, bro. Like, yeah. and it's just I feel creative there. Um, I got a lot of friends there. Um, so yeah, I I missed my trip this time. I wait till it thaws out. Mm, so uh, I'm gonna yeah. go back in the spring probably. Got so. you, got you. Um, and then on, I think that's this is why I confused it. On envy, you have a line that I really like. Mirror, you no. you saying envy? What's envy? Um, that you was my mirror. No. Uh, your single from in January that you dropped in oh, January. Ba- wait, January. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, wavy, wavy. That's what yes. I, I don't okay. know why. I got I could, you. I got you. Yes, yeah, my fault, bro. You have a bar on there that. Oh, uh, <sighs> yeah. Wavy is like so un. It's like 
I was in a weird place when I dropped it and yeah. I didn't push it as much. I didn't perform it as much. But I'm yeah, tell me what you're doing. Bro, there's a, you have a ball in there that I don't know if anybody caught it, but I caught it instantly. When you as soon as you said it, I was like, if, I was hype. like, bro, so uh you have a bar that I I, I, I believe you're and you're talking to the kids uh but you said um don't be afraid to be a shepherd because everybody is sheep. Bro, that bar was is so like low key, but fire at the same time bro because i caught it instantly yeah. instantly i was like yo that's a bar and bro yeah you went you went crazy on that yeah. the, bro yes and i'm glad you picked that i was talking to the kids and truth being told that's us too yeah it's true. talking to anybody that yeah still resonates with that like that wonder of life not mm-hmm. like oh i know everything not my traumas are so present that I can't enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. Like kids ain't thinking about none of that. No. Like that's none just, of that stuff. They're uh, guys. Yeah, and and granted, and I'm talking when I'm talking about kids, like the 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 person or the being that I want to speak to in my music and life is I want to find like the baby in you before that stuff's even introduced mm-hmm. to you. Like that one to like three, you're probably the genius. Yeah. Just in this, you're trapped in this little baby body, and mm-hmm. nobody understands you. But truth being told, like you're probably the smartest being on the planet at that point. So mm-hmm. I'm like trying to talk to that person in you, even as you grow up, because as you grow up, you should be growing down. Mm-hmm. Like the oldest people, they're still like loving life. They they get to the point of screw all of this. Like I can just have I fun mean, again. Like yeah. I can be myself. Old people are the coolest people because they just they don't got nothing they're trying to like hide. I mean, they because they already live. Exactly, they live. That's you returning back to a baby. Mm-hmm. So like, if we could figure that out in that like in between period too, which yeah. that's what I'm like hardcore on right now. Uh, yeah. So yeah, talking definitely to the kids in that, bro, in that last like eight bars. Bro, when I was listening to that song, yeah. I was like, I think that might be my favorite song by you, bro. Yo, and we got, we got, yo, the singer's in the building right here. Like she's, that's, that's in the background. Shay right okay. here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for that. Thank <laughs> you for that. Yeah. It's like, that might be my favorite song by you, bro. Like, dog, love. And that. Yo, to be honest, that was like my first like crap. A lot of songs I feel like were not written by me. And that's why a lot of the stuff is like even in Mirror, I'm mm-hmm. saying stuff like I'm your mirror, but you could be saying that too, saying my lyrics and it sounds like you're talking to yourself. Yeah. All of my lyrics up to that point were like written in a very somebody's talking to me and I'm writing this so I can hear it back to myself. Got too. you. Whereas like Wavy was one of my first like present songs and like that was me dedicating myself to being present in the moment so like starting off um what i said on the first line uh it's a it's official i'm an issue you notice mm-hmm. when you're hearing that they dish you that was a very present mm-hmm. thing that's why i said i was in a weird place at that time it was me recognizing that oh they killed jesus and he only helped people mm-hmm. all he did his whole life was try to help people and they still killed them okay let me understand my journey a little bit better. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So like that was me recognizing it. And by the end of it, you hit it on the head. It's like, I realized, Oh, let me, let me focus. Like who I need to be talking to are mm-hmm. the ones that it resonates with. Yeah. Really it's the kids. It's the, it's the child minded mm-hmm. people that see the world as like one dope, unique place, not a bunch of different everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own ego, so they create their own little worlds. But kids are looking at it like, yo, we're all here. Let's do something dope together. Mm. That's how I want to view the world, man. Like, everybody got something to offer. So, and yeah, man. Wavy. Whoa. Bro, you brought it back with Wavy, man. That, when I was, I was, I was like, damn, this is the one. Like, this is like, that'll, like, lo- uh, love mirror. Because it has a lot, like we talked about, we, yeah, we yeah, yeah. a lot of gems. But Wavy is like, Cause if you had another bar in there and I was like, and it had to do, it had something to do with the waves. I forgot what it was. Uh, oh, I, I'm, um, so I'm, so I'm dripping. Like the last Jay-Z too on there. Um, you said it ended, the bar ended with, I'm, uh, I'm dripping. Um, wow. I can't, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's losing me too. Right now. <laughs> I know I got the flooded like a river cause I'm wavy. I never need an AP. That's, that was another one too. Yeah. But damn, there was another bar on there. But it, it was something blah 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 because I'm dripping. Uh, uh, bro, 
I'm the wave because I'm dri- some. It was something yeah, like I'm, that. I've been so on mirror that I haven't even. I gotta go yeah. back and like actually listen bro. to Wavy again because it was got just. Because like, I'm like I'm from New York, bro. I'm from Brooklyn, and you know, growing up, like my favorite like rappers was like Fab, yeah, and Lloyd Banks, yeah. So like you know they, you know they're like the rappers. the the like Lloyd Banks calls himself the PLK, Punchline King. So I, you know, what I mean, I catch something. I'm like. Yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, okay. So with that said, do you, do you peep a little bit of the method to that madness? Cause I don't, I don't like to like, yeah, since of wrestling, I don't like to like haymaker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like to like, I don't want you to get so caught up on catching that line yeah. that you miss the next line. Yeah. So like, nah, listen to it. For sure. Catch the vibe, but then go back and piece it together later. Yeah. That's really the 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 focus of that. So yeah, yeah. you you catching all the stuff that's like that's why I called it wavy. Notice the hook doesn't yeah. say anything about being wavy. It was it's just like this I was writing from that perspective of how can I keep my zen when I feel like everything is like weird? How yeah. do I stay, you know what I'm saying, in the middle space of all of that? And yeah, bro, like that song definitely captured it and you you heard all the all the pieces, that yeah, that's bro, crazy. This, I was when I was like, oh, yo, this is this is my favorite. And then, of course, the the one I posted about was Bossy, Bossy. yeah. Which funny, you talking about the kids and like the cover artist, uh, Boss, Boss Baby. Baby, yeah. So little, little Boss Baby Pain, yeah. yeah. And then um, and on that one, it's the ultimate gem of um. Bro, the ultimate gem. Cause I was like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, I gotta post this one. Yeah. And it's um uh wow. Literally, I, I literally it's in my brain. It's uh Don't call me. Bro, I'm that's it. I'm going on my Instagram, bro. Cause because <laughs> it's literally on there. Um here it goes. If it ain't propelling the movement, I'm probably flaking out. Don't invite me. I inv- invite my bank account. When you hear my voice, I'll send an invoice. Bro, <laughs> you hear this? That was definitely channeling some kind of some part of Jay's life. I feel like that was that was definitely channeling Jay. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Like, salute to you, bro. Cause this this is It's about learning your value. No, That's, yeah, you facts. Know and like, protecting your and your, your peace too. Yeah, it's like, bro, like, for so, that's even with Jesus things. Like, Jesus, I don't think work for money, man. But, mm. like, we live in a society that's, like, 100% driven by money. And I tried to do it without money. And mm. I've done a lot with it. Like, without it, it's like, if a 10-minute Uber ride can, conversation can change somebody's life, like, cool. I'll, I'll ride that as much as I can without having to, like, sacrifice to get money. Mm-hmm. But, like. Over the years, it got to the point of like, dang, but I've literally depleted myself and people are able to prosper off that and mm-hmm. get money. Why am I not? You know what I'm saying? Why am yeah. I not connecting that that dot for myself? So, yeah, it became that. It's like, I can't be so given with my time. I do want to be in the people that that Absolutely. that express the things that I should be getting triggered by the right mm-hmm. way. Yeah, you got it all. You got me. But it shouldn't be the whole world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just I'm, too I feel much, like that man. can resonate with so many people with so many people because there's a lot of people who especially excuse me in the in this time uh day and age there's a lot of people who are more takers than givers mm-hmm. so yeah you know what i mean it's, especially in this day and age we was talking about how and i did a podcast like a couple of weeks ago um and we we're talking about that too it was like actually it's the one i just posted mm-hmm. um like reciprocal energy is like a lost art now mm-hmm. like everything used to be barter and it was down to the energy level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now people think, oh, if I can give you uh, a lot of abusive relationships, if I can give you all this money, I can treat you like trash. Mm-hmm. That's not an even exchange. No. You know what I'm saying? So like people have kind of submitted themselves to survival and they're not thinking about what it looks like to actually like thrive. And that's us working together. When two or more are working together, that's mm-hmm. God, that's the universe, that's, that's things working the right way. So it's like, if I can find anybody that resonates with me, we can make this energy that we're manifesting Trump. I don't want to use the word Trump, but <laughs> we can Trump that energy yeah. that, that's uh, against it. It's going to create more energy against it. That's what Wavy's talking about. Yeah. Go- when you're doing right, they're going to hate. It's supposed to happen like that. Mm-hmm. 
but you don't have to um, subject your your thought process to it, especially if you're surrounded by people that are keeping you in that wave of I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't point with that. And I'm glad that resonates, man, because a lot of people are giving a lot of their life energy, bro, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that it's like if you're not doing what you love, you're you're not giving the right energy. Mm-hmm. You're actually manifesting something that later down the line you're not gonna be happy with. Yeah, and I've watched too many people do it in my short life. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to do whatever I can to be different in that space. No, I, I feel that, bro. Like I said, as soon as I heard that, I was like, this is the one to post. Uh, especially in, in these in this day and age, bro. Especially like doing podcasting and stuff. Meet a lot of people who are just takers. And, you know, when I, when I seen that, I was like, I'm posting this right now. Like, immediately. Like, I was, I, I was somewhere... And I stopped mid-conversation. I, I was talking to somebody and I was like, yo, hold on, give me like five minutes. Right. And I went and posted it real quick. And I was like, all right, my bad, bro. I just needed to do like I needed to stop what I was doing at that point. When I seen that, when I heard it, I was like. Interestingly enough, too, that song was dropped on my 30th. It was on my 30th birthday. Word. So like in that sense of um growing up and but growing down. Yeah, when I hit, you know, everybody tell us like thirty is like our parents. Everybody said thirty is like you got to have your everything together. And yeah. my whole twenties being kind of like lost without fully having both parents and dad being the worker that he is. It's like I learned that 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 bar that they were setting wasn't realistic. It was realistic for them because they had to because they had us. Mm-hmm. Whereas we we lived our lives in a little different ways. Like not everybody has kids. Um, some people did the college thing. A lot of our parents didn't go to college, so like we're doing different things. So we have a little bit different parameters. So like once I kind of broke through that like shadow period, I call it the shadow period from twenty seven to thirty, where it's like mm-hmm. you're just facing everything that you were programmed, and you're like having to kind of like retweet and become who you are it's like for the a first gray time. Area. It's like a gray area. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Yeah. Like, and it feels uncomfortable and you kind of got to break through hating yourself a little bit for mm-hmm. any decision you made that now your learning was wrong. And then like 30 to me is like, I hit this spot of like, oh, I'm a baby again. But baby in sense of my traumas don't affect me the same way, but I got all the knowledge of being a 29 and 30 year old mm-hmm. as this baby. So let me, let me start life over and, and bro, in a, in the craziest way, that was last year. Uh, in the craziest way, it's been like different periods are feeling like different, like different two month, three month periods are feeling like different year periods of my life. Like right now, feels like coming from Broward to UCF for the first time, and like I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that don't know me, but I resonate with them. But this time, I'm not shy. I had just lost my mom when I first got to UCF. So it was Sorry, like, yeah, hey, it's that's the V in my name. So it's like it's a part of everything. Uh, shout out to my mother for real. Shout out to my mother for real. Um, but it was like I was still I was blocked off, but mm-hmm. people were attracted to my energy, and it was like a loving energy. But I didn't love myself at the time. I was I didn't understand anything. But it's like to be able to redo that now and feel like I'm back in that time period, and I got the same kind of like new love as well as old love coming to me it's like i know how to receive it now and i know and i know how to reciprocate it so it's like i'm seeing the, how those tweaks are like leading to to new opportunities in life that are also financial but more so is like connectivity like if i can hop around the world and do what i like to do on a low budget then i don't need money as long as i can get where i need to and talk to the people and be with the people like you know what I'm saying? So I just want to put it out there. So whoever want to get me to come to Thailand, whoever want to get me to come anywhere, you know what I'm saying? The Philippines, Africa, like that's what I want to do. I want to travel the world, tell these stories. I can sit and lecture my songs, you know what I'm saying? And just tell my story because that's all it is. Uh, I got a playlist on Spotify and Apple Music of all of my streamable music since 2015 um, in chronological order. And like new like friends will ask me like, yo, can I have your music? Like, I want to hear your stuff. And I'll send them that playlist. And if they actually take the time to just listen through, it's like two, two and a half hours or something. But if you listen through all of that straight through, 
you literally get my story because that was my journal in the time when I didn't have people around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's, it's a cool time period, bro. Just to like receive love and give it. And I've always given it. I've always been that, but to know that it's actually, I'm being replenished by it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It makes it a little easier to not have to duck away and recharge in certain ways. Like I can Mm -hmm. have that in my schedule now. So yeah, bro. So yeah, I, I don't even know where that tangent started. No, you're good, bro. Yeah, just it's so much. Yeah, it's yeah. good love and energy, bro. Yeah. And I just want to keep resonating that it's a lot of like weird everything going on right now. But in our spheres, we can keep something different. Yeah, you know I mean, for sure. And uh, and speaking of being with the people, you know, you have the hippie hideouts. Yeah, uh, we the future movement. You know what I'm Yee. saying? Talk to me about that, bro. Tell me where that where that <clears throat> came from. Um, hippie hideout. Wow. Uh, Hippie Hideout came from me being the artist hitting every open mic and feeling somewhat of like a competitive energy, somewhat mm-hmm. of like a uncomfortableness when as an artist, I'm going out to this thing because I'm about to express like my deepest inner thoughts. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable in that, um, especially when I'm surrounded by other people that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, just being someone that went through that real five or six year journey of just hitting every show and trying to get a face out. Um, and also early years in college being the rapper that they said, oh, because you're a rapper, you should be in club promotions. That was the way to make money as a rapper. You got to be a club promoter. You got to be a host. That's not who I was. I didn't even feel comfortable hosting at the time at all. What was it? Uh, Afton? You used to use part of you on Afton? No, no. Nah, nah, I have, I've done... I've actually went to a friend show for Afton in Jacksonville, uh-huh. um, but I've never actually performed at way Afton. I've done coast to coast, so that's another oh, yeah. it's the same thing. But now nah, I'm talking about like local promotions out here. Like I was part of Vane. Yeah, let me oh. actually give a little bit of my history out here. <laughs> like I was part of Vane in their early popping years before they turned to uh Celine. Celine, yeah. This is like their Wild Out Wednesdays was like the the college night. I was the college guy. Gotcha. Like so that the guy the DJs that were on that. He's now the wildin' out DJ. He's also on one of my old hits from back then. So like, nah, we it's the same uh keep Tony Koo and all of them. Like mm-hmm. it's it's the same people that kind of have power out here in the in that promotions field. But and it was cool for me because yeah, like I knew people and I was attracting people. But like I said, I didn't know mm-hmm. how to monetize that. I didn't understand that really. I didn't even really know how to be comfortable with it yet. Mm-hmm. So like it wasn't the best place for me to be doing like promotions and all of that. But um, then why did I say why did I bring up promotions? Oh, you said um for the um the hippie hideouts. Um, oh yeah, so <laughs> club time ten yeah. to two. That's that's <clears throat> if you get there at ten, you probably getting some discounts. Mm-hmm. You there early for the early eleven o'clock is like that's the last like chance for some discounts. Twelve o'clock is like you a boss if you are showing up after that. You mm-hmm. good because you just come in and you slide and you have a good time. So ten to two. I decided, and when Hippie first started, that's what it was. It was 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And it literally, if you look it up on Eventbrite, it still says it in the description. It's an alternative to, like, the club life. Because I think it's, like, Alina something. I forgot her name. But she has a song where she's describing um, being at a party as just this, like, wondering thinker. And, like, mm-hmm. why am I even here? I don't even like to drink. I don't even like this stuff. They're uncomfortable. I see it. That started to resonate with me a little bit more. It's like, what's what's something that, like I can do. That's what it came down to. Like, what can I go mm-hmm. do on a Friday night? It was on Fridays first. Where could I go hang out as an artist and just feel comfortable? And that's where the idea of that came from. A hippie overall to me is just an independent thinker. It's a, it's a person that's like independent in society. Um, you're choosing the route less traveled and figuring it out. Um, it's been shown in different iterations in history, but that's us currently. The ones that's on these paths are like creating pie creating music, uh, fashion designers, just anybody that's using what's up here and making something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, hideout, because I didn't want everybody to know about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it was like, yo, if you feel like you this, you, you just like low key and you dope as hell, like come out here and kick it with us. Um, we're gonna, it's a kickback, a kickback first. It's an mm-hmm. open mic kickback. Um, so feeling comfortable just hanging out, then you're also gonna feel comfortable saying, hey, y'all wanna hear my music? Mm-hmm. So it started as that, like, we don't want it's a safe space. Don't come here and feel like somebody's gonna boo you for being yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't don't feel any of that energy. Just come up here, give who you are, and watch people actually show you real love because of that. Four years later, 
here we are. You know what I mean? Like all through 2020, um, we kept it being monthly. Then when the lockdown happened, we took it online. I started doing an Instagram weekly. Um, and that made it open up to like getting even other countries and stuff involved with the performances. Um, but yeah, bro, it's it's really just a it's a safe space, man. It's like it's a it's a kickback. It's mm-hmm. like do you do you want to hang out? Do you yeah. want to go somewhere and be comfortable, kick it with your friends, meet new friends? Uh we always got Big Drew in the building with the food. Shout out Big Drew. Um Community Center 729, that's where we have it. It's already a safe space itself. Um, it's a holistic uh space. They sell stones, jewelry, sound bowls, they do meditations daily. Um, there's so much going on there and they allowed us the space to come and bring like that creative artistic energy, mm-hmm. which is all in the same way. Just put it all in the same space. Let us all manifest together essentially. So yeah, bro. It's a it's a it's a vibe. I also noticed too, uh last project was twenty seventeen. Oh yeah, cancer. cancer. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah, I'm a neck. Yeah. So, uh it's, do you have a new project in the works or Yo, so there's always been projects in the work. That's what I'll say. It's always been projects in the work. And I'm pretty sure most like artists are thinking like that. It's just the the game has been changing mm-hmm. like the whole time I've been in it uh, officially as an independent. Mm-hmm. Um currently I'm looking at the best route being single for single. Mm-hmm. Even if all those singles are on the project, because um, I got a bunch of projects stored, I got several projects worth of music. But I'm realizing, like, do I want to have to introduce a total new audience to a full concept in this several songs, or do mm-hmm. I want to give them the bite-sized pieces and really make them feel it? Like, how are we able to market Mirror right now? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm shooting new content for it. The other day, we shot two music videos to it just because, like, we were out, mm-hmm. had time to do it. Um, like really, I want to bring that energy back too. Like to really pushing your songs. Like we're not famous artists yet. If you're on a local level, if you haven't bought a house for your parents and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, grind out like you aren't known yet. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I love that people know me and can recognize me and know me from my B Pain days and all that. But like, I'm still a new artist to the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm want to push these songs to where. It's heard everywhere it can be heard, and then I'll give you some more. I want the I want my fans to demand my album. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Because it's it's a long time coming. Mm-hmm. I want I want it to be like, yo, where's the album? Like mm-hmm. you 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 going crazy every mm-hmm. month, every two months, every three months. You dropping all this stuff. Where's the album? Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. And cancer, interestingly enough, and I think it's probably why I kind of even fell back. I on a personal level, like confidence wise, that project. My first one as pain was 2015. That was RCS1 dropped mm-hmm. on my mother's birthday. I marketed that that brand of reality check all year, or at least even the year before that. I was just I was performing the the lead single Two Tears at every show for like eight to, to ten months before the uh, project dropped. Um, 2017, the buzz had gotten so big that I tried the Beyonce, the Drake of just. Boom, here's my project. Yeah. And it worked. Like I started, that's when a lot of people took notice. And it was like, I remember getting messages like, yo, I've never seen local local artists in this city get that much like love off of a project where like I'm going to different circles and they're listening to it. There's only mm-hmm. four songs on there. But it was a combination of songs of like all the people that I was working with at the time. It was me really pushing their energy too, um, as a cancer shitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think that kind of scared me too. To like gotcha. try to jump back out there with a project, uh, but I have dropped singles. I definitely mm-hmm. haven't dropped as consistent as I could because I really fell into building um, the future, building uh, my events. Photography changed my life. I was able to quit my job on photography in 2017. Um, it was just a lot going on in that time period. I threw my first festival in 2017. Uh, I performed at my first festival in 2017. I performed in New York for the first time in 2017. So all that energy was happening around that, that it was like, oh, yeah, let me just drop something. Mm-hmm. I think I can do it still, but I really don't want it to be like that. That was cool for the city mm-hmm. and, and taking notice of like all the people that knew me at, at up to that point. But like the man I am now is like I really want that kid in China. Like I really want that guy smoking that joint in in the UK to hear me. I want that Jamaican to hear me. I want that Tanzan. I want everybody to hear these things because I do got people in Nigeria dancing to my music. They want mirror 
to the dance to. It's like, why am I going to skip over all of that, like, great resonation of energy just so I can get more music out? Yeah. It's like, nah, bro, like, y'all don't care about the next single right now. Let's let's focus on this one and, mm-hmm. and do it. But just what well, that said, I'll say I got enough music I can drop for the next five years and pace it if I wanted to do it like that. But I, I do see a project coming, like I said, when it's when it's demanded. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're funny that we love the reason you have enough music to drop projects for the next five years. Funny because K Pod said the same thing. He's like, he's like, are you, uh, shout out to K Pod too. Yeah. Shout out to the boy. And uh, on that one next. <laughs> we on that one next, man. And, uh, he was like, he was like, are you really an artist if you don't have a vault of music that will probably, some of it will never see the light of day and some of it will, it's like, this is, you know, like you have your schedule. And, uh, which is true. I know most of the artists that I know have literally have a vault of music. Producers, um, artists. Cause the thing is you never, you never really stop creating. So, mm-hmm. and what, what artists, especially like upcoming artists in this new generation where everything is microwave, like you, you don't realize that that song you wrote when you were 15 is, it can make you rich at 35. Yeah. You don't have to put it out at 15 if it's and you probably was writing more clear more for like the whole world at that mm-hmm. time too before you started having your own experiences for real um those songs are still valuable so like yeah my vault of the last couple of years is five years deep but mm-hmm. like if you go back to my vault in high school that's a thousand plus songs in that time period that if i go back and really listen to it some of those things could be here now yeah because i was writing about love in a in a general way, I wasn't mm. talking about my experiences with love. Mm. It was like, nah, this is just love. This is what school is. You know how many kids go to school? Mm. <laughs> the majority of them. So it's like that's that's a there's so that's your stop yeah. as an artist, as an independent artist. You showing up to a label after yeah, I could run up here and drop a project and and then get a label hearing me and say, yo, um, we want to sign you for a, a, a two project deal which is not a bad idea, guys. Don't be scared of the label if you got a vault. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, here's your two projects. Pay me my money. I can move on and do the next two projects with another label if mm-hmm. I wanted to. But the idea of like your vault is your token. You know what I'm saying? Like that is what you bring it's to your the leverage. Table. Yeah, that's you. Like mm-hmm. that's all the, that's the creation. So yeah, I'm not trying to give, I, I took time. I've been patient. I turned down a deal in high school because I don't want to sell the thing that I created in my room for nothing like if you help me make money with it we can split that mm. but the music nah let me let me learn how to really manage this let me learn how to really do this and it took me all this time it took me 15 or so years of being in the industry creating music uh all of that to fully get the understanding but and i can't even say fully there's still more to learn but i at least know how to how to maintain myself as an independent artist mm-hmm. um and that's what it hit me I can maintain my life, my business with what I can do from this in my mind. I don't need to use anybody else. I don't need to do any of the little tricky mm-hmm. BS that people get into just to survive. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm good. Even if I was poor, when I was poor, when I was homeless, all the things that I went through, me having this music and knowing that my purpose longer term is still being worked on, I could deal with this day to day. I could deal with it. I don't need to go rob somebody. Mm. I don't. Cool. It's somehow I'm gonna eat. Somehow yeah. I'm gonna have a place to sleep. Somehow. It's, if you, you know if, if you if you got that that you know hustlers trait in you, you know what I mean. If you a uh, if you you know I me, mean? if you striving for greatness, like right. that, it's it's gonna come. It's right. gonna come. There's the gonna be some tough times. Yeah. Yeah, man. And how you handle the tough times as well. So, um. But man, um, you know, I have to, I have to ask you. I mean, it's like the most typical uh-huh. uh, question to ask an artist. But what, what is your top five? Oh, this question is always hard for me. Um, mm, it's okay. I'll just throw some names. It's definitely not in the order. Um, I'm gonna throw Yay up there first, just because everybody hating on my guy. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, though, he lost his mom the year before me. Mm. And it's like, I've been able to like view his journey from local famous, mm-hmm. from his perspective, and also learn from his mistakes too. I don't go out and say everything that I'm thinking, even though I'd be understanding where he's coming from. Um, so yeah, yay as just a person, like he's a, he's an overall um, artistic guy. Okay, I, is that what, what are you asking? 
favorite artists or yeah, favorite or rappers? Because I know with, with lyrics, it's a totally different look. I mean, even you could still, uh, to me, Ye is the, is gonna, could be okay, in, facts, in both. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, Ye is on that list. Um, I mean, this guy has like four or five classic albums. That's a fact. And, and you know, the only question part is just because he didn't write it all. Yeah. It's like, but so you can say that. But you can say that about too. a lot of people. You can say that about Drake. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I don't, I don't put Drake there uh, in the top five. Uh, Jay, for sure. Um, Nas, for sure. Um, I'm gonna say Pac before Biggie, and that's actually that's probably my first time saying that out loud. Um, it's alright. Yeah, I think I think I think Pac just because like his length of music and yeah. the journey. Like if you listen to the stuff he was talking about at 17 and 18, it's like, whoa, for real. People forget that Pac died at like the age of 25. 25. Yeah, he was he was still young and he had a very illustrious career mm-hmm. before that. So yeah, definitely Pac in there. Um mm. hmm. that's five. That's where it gets get tricky. The five gets tough every time. Ooh. Um Damn, can I can I make it like oh, like man. a a b? Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like or a six man. It's Cole, it's Cole Kendrick. Got you. Like they they they're the they're the crop of like the old generation that yeah that did it. I I like what Cole did with it more in the sense of he built he built the WTF. He yeah, was like it, a full. You when you brought that up earlier, mm-hmm. I, when you said like I focus more on this, I wanted to say like kind of like how Cole did with Dreamville, because these guys are like they all dope. It's like how, it's like how do you? It's like the sense of like how much excess do you need before you can help the next person for yeah. real? Because like I dare him to have met Boss and said, "Yeah, you dope, but." I'm gonna just go back over here and do yeah. my own thing. Yeah. It's like, no, come along, dog. You too yeah. flame. Like, this is how I feel about all my family. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if you dope and you are willing to show that you dope and you could tell me your life and it makes sense to your dopeness and all, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you a fool. You are creation. Like, you deserve to be seen too. So if standing next to me at any point can help you be seen more. So now people are looking at you too. Mm-hmm. Let's when do it. Like, you look at like Earth Gang, they're on tour with Imagine Dragons right now. Bro, and I seen Imagine Dragons at UCF, and they're one of my favorite performing bands. Cause like look at the the wildness they do and mm-hmm. why it's Earth Gang on that, because they wild too. Who knew that should have connected? Yeah. That's like Outcast should have been connected with those same type of people back yep. in the day. So like, yeah, bro. Like, oh, and I didn't Outcast three stacks should be on that list, but same thing, like albums, his confidence level. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that he still delivers every time he's on something, even with him admitting those truths, is like, yeah, he's definitely Bro, top. Three. Every time I see like an album came out, and Andre's like has a feature. You already know that it's like now that album was more valuable. Yeah, just because he's on it, and it's, <laughs> and you know he's gonna go crazy. Yeah, he's you know he's gonna steal yeah, the show. Get, yeah, he's definitely like in the in the rap game. He's definitely it's like I feel like I'm him and Kanye together. Gotcha. It's like him, Kanye, and Jay. Yeah, like mentality wise from Jay. Um, Kanye, how I view life as a kid, and then three stacks for like delivery and like mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be that seventies looking guy, like that that Hendrix mm-hmm. shirt off, and you're seeing that a lot in my like more recent music. It's like I'm getting back to like sweaty dungeon jungle music. Like <laughs> yeah. let's have a good time. Like forget what you look like. Let's mm-hmm. have a good time. So yeah. yeah, and that's I think that was that was three stacks kind of vibe yeah. too. So like. Yeah, bro. Like they, they, the, the industry kind of made it to where people that think like us couldn't survive in it no more, mm-hmm. and it had to take to after this shift happened to see if they could still jump back in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing him want to be involved. Yeah, and I, if I could be the person that that gets three stacks fully back into the music again, mm-hmm. bro. Just y'all here, man. Like <laughs> hit me for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as you know, bro, there's a uh, second part to the show. Um. So you know, it's wrestling rap game, bro. Um, wrestling wise, man, what's uh, I've added to era like early ninety or late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, that's the main era. So were you in? Were you one of those kids in school yeah, telling yeah, teachers suck it? Um, no, I wasn't telling. teachers. <laughs> look, my my last name already gave me a bad rep, so I didn't try to be like the outwardly kid. My last yeah. name was Pain. I kindergarten pain in the butt. Teachers would say that. Yeah. It's like, why are you saying that to me? Um, 
So nah, I wasn't saying to the teachers, but I definitely was watching it. I, was, I had the, the games, I had the the, the figurines, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But uh, what uh, was, is it? No Mercy? Were you playing No Mercy on uh, sixty four? I believe yeah. Uh, no Mercy, and it was something. What's the, what's the other names? Uh, you have No Mercy, WrestleMania two thousand. That was on the sixty four. I didn't have that one. Uh, SmackDown. SmackDown. I had okay. the SmackDowns. Okay, yeah, that was the ones. Um. What did you about to ask me who my favorite? No, I was gonna ask you like I, 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 to me by far, No Mercy is the best one, bro. I don't I don't remember the gameplay as much to to call that, but whichever one had the the characters that I knew and loved the most, I know SmackDown started getting to like the newer era that I didn't know. So yeah, I'm pretty sure No Mercy. But was like No Mercy, yeah, No Mercy is the one that had like The Rock, Stone Cold, yeah, uh, DX. That's not the one you could create the. You couldn't do the story mode though. No, I had a, I had a oh, story, had story mode. mode. Okay, it, I think I might have kind of sorta. It was like a you pick whoever was on the roster, and uh, then you do like you build you you climb your way to like the the main championship. Yeah. But it was like before, like, uh, games got so advanced that they had like storylines and stuff. Oh, okay, so that was like, okay, so I, I think SmackDown might have been my favorite. Then, okay, that's the one that had the you create a character and go yeah, through his yeah, whole career. Yeah. Yeah, that I I loved any game like that. Yeah, NCAA had it at the time. No, good. Two K has it now. Tony Hawk had it. Oh yeah, Tony uh, Hawk. Was, Tony Hawk one was crazy. Tony Hawk games are fire. So all yeah, all of those like story games. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, nah, I was into the games though. I was definitely into the games. Okay. So, were you a uh, uh, the Rock guy or were you a Stone Cold guy? I think st- I, if I had to pick out of those two, mm-hmm. be Stone Cold. But I wasn't neither one of them. I like like the high flying type guys. Oh, I was like Ray Hardy Mysterio. Brothers. Yeah, I like Ray Mysterio. I like the Hardy bro- uh, brothers. I like the um, um, dang, I can't remember his name. Uh, at that time you had uh, I was a big fan of Brock Lesnar at the time. Oh yeah, Brock is like that because I was this when I was physically watching mm. wrestling, but like to see that moment when he slammed um Big Show, the Big Show. Yeah, it was like. I was so much of a root for the the character yeah. type person that Brock Lesnar just seemed like the the clean cut hero guy, yeah, killing this big monster. Yeah, like, I really liked that. I kind of got off him as he got uh, more into like the the character and got a little bit evil. Um, but yeah, Brock Lesnar was definitely my favorite yeah. for a while. Just the type of brute power. His yeah. moves are always like just and like secretly funny him. and secretly like he had, like <laughs> funny. He's a secretly funny dude. Like yeah, when him and like Kurt Angle. I had like whatever their thing I was. I about Kurt Angle too, yeah. And uh, you know, Kurt Angle's secretly funny too. Yeah. Like he yeah. just he's like, you know, he could put you on a pretzel because he's like an Olympic gold medalist mm-hmm. in wrestling, like beat everybody in the world. And then he could come in and just like, yeah, I drink milk and you know I me, mean? Stone Cold had beer and he would drink his milk like Stone Cold would drink his beer. Yeah. Like put Goofy. two Yeah, like he was just a, a like a I don't want to say a dork, but they made him dorky. Eddie, exactly, and that's actually why I didn't like him. Yeah, to be honest, I wasn't really a fan of Kurt Angle. Like, I, I hated his moves. I hated all his moves were submission stuff. I hated like it just seemed weak to me. Yeah, like, I don't watch wrestling and see you make somebody tap yeah. out. Like that's not fun. Yeah. Um, Eddie Guerrero, man. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, like that. I like people that had swag. Booker T was like Booker the generation T generation a little bit before that. Yeah, but, but yeah, I like him and Eddie Guerrero as like the two swaggiest wrestlers at that yeah. time. Like The Rock came in and kind of. I didn't like The Rock's character, to be honest. Though. Oh. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of like the whole eye thing. It was just it was I cool. Five thousand dollar Versace shirt. And... Yeah, it just it, that wasn't really appealing to me. But yeah. like Eddie Guerrero and Booker T, just being themselves. solely who they are, yeah. like, they were really representing their. They were like, like they were themselves with the volume turned up. Yeah, it's like yo, really put on the show real quick, yeah. and it, it didn't seem fake. Yeah, you know I mean, like the low rider joint, like all of that was. You could tell that was them. Mm-hmm. That's who they were in or outside of wrestling. Yeah. It wasn't like a fake thing being put on for the TV. So even though it was, it was still a mm-hmm. show. Yeah, it was like I am showing up as myself in this reality show. Now I I talked about this on a previous episode, but you as a rapper, I feel like you'd appreciate it more. Huh. You're aware of Bret Hart, right? Bret Hart, yeah. So Bret Hart's nickname is the Hitman. Okay. His finisher was the Sharpshooter. Okay. And his nickname, his other nickname was the Excellence of Execution. Huh. And he's the hitman. I, when I found that out, I found this out like later uh, in life. 
And I was like, yo, Brent Loki had bars because yeah. these are all things he came up with in his own brain. So, oh, yeah, just like the full concept behind the name matching the mood. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, is there any other ones that have like, because they have names to the moves, but they're pretty general. Yeah, that I mean, seems like a concept. I mean, some of them, like, they play off their names. Like, The Rock was, his name is The Rock, so his finisher's Rock Bottom. Yeah. Stone Cold is, like, the Stone Cold Stunner. Which that, Stone Cold Stunner is probably the other coolest name. Yeah. yeah and then, uh, I mean, I'm like, well, Sean had a crazy, like, a, a dope name for his, too. Like, his, his super kick, Sweet Chin Music. I do remember that, too. Okay. So, it's like, and then Triple H was uh, a rich, like, aristic. Was it aristocrat? Aristocrat? Aristocrat. He was a rich aristocrat, blue blood dude, and his finishers the pedigree. Like, but Brett? Yeah, that that's yeah. The hitman and my finishers the sharpshooter. Sharp yeah, and I'm the excellence of execution. I was like, yo, Brett yeah. was going crazy on every level. He hit that. Yeah, and I didn't get it until I was in my twenties. Yeah, I, I didn't hear that until now. And yeah, that's yeah. It took me. That is a bar. It took me 20 years to figure that out. Okay. Okay. Hold up. Because Booker T used to be rapping on there too. Yeah. Um, okay. What have you ever compared the artist that you have on here to a wrestler? Um, like what, what wrestler would I represent? To me? Of any era. Uh, to me, I would Jeff Hardy. Ah, uh, really? Or like Rob Van Dam. Oh, wow. Okay. Talk yeah. to me about that. So That's crazy. I feel like. Like, I really like the Hardy brothers. Like, like, so, yeah. like, Jeff, Jeff was just so, he was cool, but different. And not being different to, to, uh, purposely, not, not being weird, not, not, not weird. I don't want to say weird, but not different, um, as far as like to, to be weird. That's what I meant to say. Right. Like, to weird people out. Yeah, it was like, no, I'm just being myself. Like, you know what I mean? He was, this is the early 2000s. So, He's painting his fingernails. He's coloring his hair rainbow colors. He's uh, you know what I'm saying? He's not, and then same thing with RVD. RVD had the cool airbrush um tights. Or I guess uh, yeah, I guess tights. And when he came in, Vince was like, I don't like that. You need to change that. And Rob Van Dam was like, No, this is who I am. This is my thing. Uh, this is why you signed me. So if you didn't like who I was and this is who I am, why did you sign me? And Vince was like, I'm going to just leave dude alone. And then he ended up excelling to that next level. Same thing with, with Jeff Hardy. They couldn't get rid of Jeff Hardy because Jeff Hardy had such a connection with the fans. And it didn't matter yeah. what kind of fan. That's independence. That's hippie. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a hippie that was in the industry, just like Erica Badu. Yeah. Like those kind of people. But it's like, yeah, like they love me and this is how you get paid. So yeah. why are you going to? Shake that, and it's like that's how that's why I could like I feel like you you're you're like kind of like them because um you're not trying to be like everybody else you're trying to be in your own lane and it doesn't matter you're not being apologetic about it you're gonna either accept me or you're not going to but either way you're gonna look stupid not accepting me because everybody likes me or everybody out everybody blanks with me I'm gonna you could interpret that uh. I'll, I'll probably bleep it out. So, Rock, bang, kick it. you know, yeah. So it's like, um, that's how I feel. Like I saw, I feel like that's who you would be most relatable to. Is you, you, uh, that's dope. You rock to the what is it? You rock to the beat of your own drum. Mm-hmm. That's what. It, that's exactly how how I would interpret you with them. Okay, so I gotta get. I gotta. So I'm like collecting characters that people say like from their their things that they watch. Yeah. So uh, there's the pain character from Naruto that uh people have been telling me about. Uh, Aang is the guy that I I compare myself to. So it's like okay, cool. So yeah. like yeah, I wanna I gotta dive into like more of his story too. That's so, dope. I've never been compared to a wrestler before. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> shout that's out my to first that. I'm doing that. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. That's yeah, cause it's like put me in your world. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I, I like it because he definitely stands out to me. In question, is Rod is Rod Van Dam actually uh the other Van Dam's brother? No, that was all. That yeah, was never yeah, a thing. He did that purposely. Okay, and he he did that because he does have experience in martial arts. So he just was like, uh, Jean Claude Van Dam was just the hottest thing at that time, and he was like, I'm gonna just 
<laughs> I'm gonna just use this to to, to my advantage, and then and then he just. <laughs> That's dope because I I found out today that that's not his brother. Nah. So <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, no, but it was uh, I said it was it was uh, it was it was a smart thing on his part. So, um, but yeah, bro. Um, man, I like I said, I can't thank you enough for coming on here, bro. It's a hey, long time coming. For real, we were supposed to been do it. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it happened when it did. Yeah. Plenty more. I don't know like how often you have repeat seasons, but like I'm. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I mean, whenever you want to come back, bro. Whenever yeah. you want to come back, the, that that. It's not my door, but the door is always open facts, for you, bro. Facts. Um, you know, regardless of what, whenever you want to come back, just you know what I mean. Hit me up; yeah. I'll hit you up if you. You go to wrestling events. Yeah, I'm trying to go to a wrestling event. Okay, I got a homie that's gonna try to take me to some boxing stuff too. Yeah, so like, yeah, I I want to get into all these worlds. I've been recently going to like wakeboard and yeah. stuff. So like, yeah, I want to get into that world, bro, because we grew up on that. Like yeah. Tony Hall. Oh no, bro, I go type. I go every yeah. Tuesday. Oh, this is like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I go yeah. every Tuesday. What uh, happens every Tuesday? Uh, WWE has their. They have a, a whole. Orlando is now the base like of wrestling. I, now, bro. I heard about that. So literally on uh, Colonial and Forsyth, they have an NXT. It's and it's called NXT. And um, it's one of those warehouses in the cut. Yeah. Oh man, we throwing a party at that. If it's the one with the boxing. Gym, so so yes, yeah, it's, it's literally when you go on Forsyth. Uh. Kind of like going towards like Butter's Crib. Yeah. It's literally on Forsyth and Colonial, right behind the, that Circle K. You make that first left and they have their, oh, they bought like a whole warehouse. It's before the school or after the school? Before the school. Okay. And um, crazy. Literally, they have, they bought like two warehouses and they have a whole arena there. They have a gym. That's where all of the people, like even the guys like Undertaker will pop up every now and then. And he, they have a whole gym and everything. And that's where all their new superstars go and train at now. So when you get, like if you get signed, they move you to Orlando, and that's where you're at. I mean, that's a that's a vibe. All right, so I just got a new mission placed in my head. <laughs> so I got a new mission. I want to make. I gotta. I gotta find a wrestler that will make mirror their uh theme, their intro music. Uh, that fine? every time I come around, yeah. I think that'd be so cool. Like for intro music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. This it, yeah. I, it, it, it'll happen, bro. Don't, Throwing it out there. This is how I manifest, y'all. That's the secret. Yeah. Just throw it out there and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, nah, bro. I, I, just let me know when you when you when you're friend yeah, of Tuesday, bro. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm with it. I'm literally there every Tuesday. All right. Yeah. So, I, I'll keep you posted. This all right. Be soon. And um. Yeah, man. Uh, give me your socials, bro. Tell them where they can reach you oh, at. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram. Um, and any other platform, pretty much at I A M. P V Y N E. That's I am pain. The V is for my mother. Please don't forget it. Um, you can find me on. Oh, also at Viva La Pain on Instagram. Uh, that's my coaching. That's the other side of everything, guys. Like, yeah, there's business to this too. You gotta learn business. But that's how I'm showing my people how to get themselves prepared, even in the music business, um, through coaching and consulting. Um, all of my creative endeavors you can find on my Instagram page. We the future movement is also in my bio. Uh any creative endeavor that we are on, they are on, follow that too. Uh, you probably can get involved somehow. And yeah, that's that's it. And also, uh, on all music platforms is also PVYNE. No, I am just PVYNE. That's on YouTube too. Dropped a lot of crazy music videos in the last two years. So yeah, just stay tuned, man. Just but hit me directly. That's who I am. Okay, you can hit me directly on this thing, and you can find out all this information from me telling you on this platform as well. So yeah, thank you. All right, man. Um, you could uh, you reach me. They call me Pun. Um, also, uh, Instagram for Wrestling Rat Game WTRG Pod. Um, I want to shout out Off the Rope. I wish I would have wore Off the Rope shirt today too, so I could show you that too because they got some dope stuff. Um, rap wrestling stuff. Oh, it's like already. Collabing. It's fusions. It's okay. rap wrestling fusions. I have, like, I have some in my in my bag. I can show you one. I've been seeing that a lot too lately. Not to interrupt, but I see, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of like pop ups of artists going on. The wrestling shows, bro. Like that's two chains. I seen his. Yeah, I think bro. Snoop. Yeah, sure. the, the Migos uh hosted oh, a wrestling wow. WWE event. Um, uh, Griselda goes to a lot of wrestling events. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Action Bronson does a theme song for one of the wrestlers. I can believe that. Um, trying, oh, uh, oh, our Biggie. He was. Uh, he's in a team with Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he be, he became WWE champion, which is. I just want to point that out because I love bringing this what? stat up. Who? Uh, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I mean he his he's in a group called the New Day, 
and one of the guys, Kofi Kingston, also, I was there when he became WWE champion. Yeah. Greatest I know of him. I, I paid attention to him because he was a Jamaican. So guy. he's the, Kofi Kingston's the only second fully black WWE champion in WWE history. Oh, wow. Uh, the first one's The Rock. Okay. And then third is Bobby Lashley, and fourth is Big E. And mind you, WWE is like 70, 80 years old. Yeah. And there's only four, there's only been four black champions. Look at the country and how many black presidents. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Crazy. And uh, Big E, when he became champion, he was, uh, he went on the Breakfast Club. He went on Hot 97 with Ebro. Uh, he did College Game Day. And he did the intros for Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury last year. So the the wrestler raps. He doesn't rap. He's just in the culture. Oh, Wale uh, Wale does his theme song. Got you. Wale got you. does his theme song. That's dope. Why? And he yeah. uh, he brought out Wale to to perform his theme song at WrestleMania. That's dope. Yeah. See that? Yeah. Come on, man. It feels like the eighties and nineties again yeah. for real. All these like cultures are clashing, bro. I, Tupac running around with Mike Tyson. Type. I feel like oh Fab was just on uh on a wrestling show too. Uh, DJ Who Kid. So like, bro, rap and yeah. wrestling is coming as, as as it used to be. Yeah, wrestling is like the rock of, of sports. Yeah. So, um, and I feel like rap is now overtaking that. So, yeah. uh, which is wrestling rap game, bro. Yeah. Wrestling so rap you game. you game. Hey, I try. Ha! I try. It's my guy. Yeah, I try. But uh, man, thank you guys again. Thank you, bro, uh, for coming through, man. One more time. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate Plenty you. More. Like I said, the door is always open for, uh, for you to come whenever you want. And uh, man, thank you guys. Thank you for 5K on the last episode with with uh, with with Odyssey Jones. Sorry about that. Uh, we got new episodes coming too. Uh, man, thank you. I can't thank you guys enough. Make sure y'all tune in. Thank you for Orlando Podcast Studio for your time always, man. This is like this is the home of wrestling the rap game right now, um, and hopefully for the foreseeable future. And thank you guys again. Appreciate you guys. Yo. If you feel it, make the switch. Every time I come around, don't be angry, fix your mood. Whenever I come around, sweat of pain made me a different girl. Whenever I come around, now I'm styling, they profiling, raise my gaze in the sunshine state. Plus my daddy straight out of them islands. We never vex, we just stick to the time. It's spiritual living for goddess. Never put too much in science. Everything iry. Make your whole lifetime start like Myers. If I'm lying, I'm fine, but I'm in the sky like a motherfucking titan On my horizon, roaring a lion, a tiger, a bear Whatever you hear, just know I am near, but no need to fear My purpose is perfectly clear